Impact Radio with Sir Blackstone. Raw Impact Radio, I am Masir Blackston, and we're going to be breaking down the rumble. Joining me will be the Masked Hope. We'll be right back after this. Raw Impact Radio, Masir Blackston, once again with the Masked Hope. Bro, you might as well be like my co-host. Like, what's going on? I mean, whenever you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) How you been, brother? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about you? I'm good, man. I'm good. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, so I'm actually great. I'm feeling great. So, uh, yo, man, we had the Royal Rumble this past week. We had Raw yesterday. What were your thoughts on the Rumble, man? I, I know we're all we're both getting a lot of feedback from you know the main event and from the matches from the Rumble matches. How do you feel about the Royal Rumble pay per view this year? Well, the women's Rumble was perfect. That, that was just amazing. I, I loved everything about it. You love Nia, Nia Jax. Okay, maybe not every. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that back. Thought I had another fan. <laughs> I thought everybody was about to get injured. They they had all the women in the ring. It was like, damn, she she's about to go on a, a streak right now. Just all fighter. <laughs> yeah, right? Just blasting. <laughs> pow, pow. Jeez. No, but but the men's rumble. Oh, the, the men's rumble. That that was terrible. That was that was terrible in my maybe not say terrible. It, it it was lackluster. It, it, it was a show, not enough surprises. I'm getting a lot of heat for saying not enough surprises, but the staple of the rumble is surprises. When AJ Styles came back, when just just having a comedy guy pull up and get thrown out in a couple of seconds, like Boogeyman or Godfather, but yeah. you need surprises to break up the action. Otherwise, it's just guys just in there sitting around while two guys fight in the middle for a little bit. It's so interesting the way that the Royal Rumble pay-per-view has changed because before, like, uh, before 2001, when I think Goldust, Booker T, Mr. Perfect, and Godfather, all four of those guys returned, the Royal Rumble wasn't really known for surprises. The big surprise prior to that was when Foley came out three times. So surprises are, I'm not going to say new because it's like 23 years old, but like, uh, but it is something that uh, that they didn't used to rely on, but now they, they do. So we got, who were the surprises this year? We got Booker T, Logan Paul, and Edge. And then in the Women's Rumble, we got Nia Jackson, Michelle McCool. Is that, an, I guess that wasn't enough to satisfy like that urge to get some really strong shock value uh, entrance. I, I I felt like it was enough because it, you also had the NXT women. Uh, I mean, people were expecting some NXT to be in there, but not knowing who would be in there. So just Roxanne Perez and Zoe Stark, who I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I felt like that was enough to to balance it out. That that right there is five surprises. My minimum for surprises is five surprises. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, so you had Rick Boogs return last night. I guess technically you could have had him return at the Rumble. That could have been something special too. I mean, Ray wasn't there. What? Why have him come out at seventeen? <laughs> you know that, I mean? that was a that, that was another thing. A wasted spot. Like you could have done the thing where Dom takes out Ray and goes in in his place. Right. And then you could have that extra spot. And then Pat McAfee said he was offered to be in the Rumble, but he felt like he wasn't in shape. I would have rather him go in there, do like a two minutes and get thrown out than to than just the surprises we had in the Royal Rumble. That's interesting, man. But the match itself, I mean, yeah, it it was, you know, it it was what it was. I will say that some of the many, you know, stories told in there, the the Gunther and Brock thing, man, that was fire. The stories were good. I'm not going to complain about that. The story, the setups for all the stories, I I loved. I mean, yeah, I mean, out of that, you get Seth and and Logan. Clearly, that's going to happen at WrestleMania. I think that's going to be a banger matchup. Oh, that, 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 how could it not be? Logan Paul is a surprise beast in the ring. 
Like who who saw that coming? Bro, that spot with him and Ricochet, I hurt. Oh, like my I, my upper body was hurting for them. <laughs> it was crazy. I, I got goosebumps when I was like, <laughs> I'm just in awe. Like what? That was crazy. So uh, so we got to talk about the winner though, man. Oh, uh, real quick though, there there were no bloodline members in the rumble. Just wanted to point that, that out. No members of the bloodline. That's another thing. Um, at minimum, you couldn't put Sammy in there because if you put Sammy in there, we would have had a Daniel Bryan situation where nobody would want Cody to win and everybody would want Sammy to win. Right. <laughs> but, uh, um, Which we kind of have now. I mean, low key, just to a degree. And we'll talk about it a little bit. But at, at minimum, I feel like you could have put a Uso in there just, just to make it interesting. Yeah. Right before the, the match with Kevin Owens. Imagine if Jay was in there and then that whole stuff happened. Mm. That that would have been that would have been a whole another level adding to what was going on with the bloodline. Yeah, I, I, they definitely like at least one of them should have been in there. Jay would have been perfect, man. I yo I I got to tell you, man, he's my guy right now. He is uh I I am of the mindset that he's the only correct answer when it comes to who should fully dethrone Roman Reigns, and that's just me. I I, I could I could see it. Yeah, I I could see it, but but Cody. Cody's been begging for this. So. All right, so let's talk about Cody, because Cody came in at number 30. Uh, Gunther came in at number one. So Gunther's had, like, the uh, – he's got the entire wear of the entire match. He's been in a match for over an hour, and Cody comes out, he's fresh, and, you know, folks are popping for him. Would you have rather have seen Cody come in at an earlier place than number 30? I want to say yes and no, because if he, if he came in – if he came in any earlier – for that number 30 spot, we'd be like, where's Sammy? Mm. Where, where, where's Jay? So I felt like he had to come out at number 30. But while Gunther's showing was amazing, I I, I didn't believe for a second that he was going to throw Not Cody a shot. Out. Not a chance. Yeah. It would have been better if you kept Seth in there. That would be more believable. And If Jay was in there, that would have been believable. But that, I didn't believe for a second that he was going to say. And he's still holding the Intercontinental Championship. So there's not going to put all these titles in one match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I kind of wonder why they even put Gunther in that position. If you know he's not going to win, and, you know, why put Gunther and Cody in that position? Because now Cody looks like he's taking advantage of this guy who's tired out. He's been beat up by Brock and all of this other stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So now Cody, your baby face, you know, kind of looks like he's taking advantage of him. I mean, just to me. Um, I agree with you there. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna involuntary flip himself to heal the same way he did at AEW. Bro, I think he's already he's on he's well on the path to heal them. Yeah, yeah, but but he wants to be this baby face uh, dream character. But uh, I think he's just better as a heel, and he he don't want to be that. So how important is storytelling to you? Because the Royal Rumble is one of those you know it's kind of like the Money in the Bank where there doesn't need to be a story behind the match that you win, but I mean you still get the match. I mean how how critical is the storytelling piece versus like you know well he won so he's got to get a match. Story storytelling is vital. I I am I am mainly in wrestling for the stories for the storytelling. I. I love a good story. Is why this bloodline stuff is just great. But as far as in the rumble, it's the perfect place to set up stories because you you could you could branch off a whole story just off of someone throwing it out, throwing right. someone out of the ring. I is what so, they're about to do with Seth and Logan. Because <laughs> there was yeah. very little interaction. It's just toss them out. You're right. That's that's all you need. Uh, so you, <laughs> you ruined my chance at the world championship. Boom. Let's let's go fight for three months. <laughs> So, yo, man, all right, so so Cody did win. I know we've said this several times. Cody did win the Rumble. So it seems to have splintered off to 
Sammy or Cody facing off against Roman Reigns. And I don't know how you would get to Sammy versus Roman without stripping one of those championships because Cody still has to get his shot. But uh, what, 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 what camp are you in? Are you in the camp of Cody should face Roman or Sammy should face Roman? I'm, I'm, I'm caught in the middle. Yeah. Because the Sammy is white hot. Yeah. He, he should absolutely have the title. And WrestleMania However, is a culmination of the stories. Exactly. However, Cody jumping from AEW, the sole reason he came is for the championship. And if he doesn't win the championship, this sets a tone for anybody else thinking of jumping to WWE. Yeah, because they promised him the title. They said, you join us, you get this title. If they don't keep their promise, then nobody else is going to believe them when they say, we promise you this, we promise you that. We promise you a good run when you come to our company. There's just too much questions if Cody doesn't win this title this year at WrestleMania. If he loses, it, it's it's going to be too many questions from everybody else. And I'm sure there's a lot of contracts coming up in AEW that we don't know about. It is 2023. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ricky Starks was at the Rumble. Yeah, he was backstage. I saw the pictures of him. He said GTV yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he said, I didn't know GTV was back. <laughs> See, all right, I'm, I'm from a different planet, kind of. <laughs> I feel like... If a babyface happens to pick up one of Rome, uh, one of Roman's championships, right? I don't know. He gets stripped by Paul Pierce or something like that, and one of the babyfaces grabs that championship. Cody goes after that babyface at the at WrestleMania and doesn't get it. You've set up a heel like the greatest heel because Cody goes on a tear and he's on that chase, and then at SummerSlam or, or Survivor Series or whenever, whenever he does pick it up, then you know you still show you get the payoff. Cody's the champion. I'm just not of the mindset of. No one in my family has ever had it. My daddy wanted it. You know, he won it and then he lost it. My brother didn't get the opportunity and now I get the shot. Like, I'm just, I'm not of, like, the entitlement and um, sentiment doesn't go well with me for, you know, in terms of, like, matchmaking. And that's pretty much all that they've been leaning on. And it's their choice to go in that direction. But, yeah. you know, I feel like there are several other ways to get there that don't involve, you know, my dad, you know, you know. I, much respect to, to Cody and his family, but I feel like there might be a better way to get there. I, I agree with you, but it's, this is what he's been leaning on ever since he left WWE. He's been leaning on, my dad was Dusty Rose. He's calling himself the American Nightmare. He, he's been leaning heavily on this, that I, I'm picking up my dad's legacy and I'm running with it. So uh, I don't want to say this is all he has, but this is all, it's the only cards he's presenting right now. Yeah, then you get a Charlotte situation. Yeah, yeah Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get a Charlotte situation where she's reliant more on her last name than her first, to quote Cody from last night. Yeah, and that, it's, a, it's a shame because she's really good. She could, she could drop all the Ric Flair stuff and she'll be perfectly fine. Facts. She'll, she'll still be amazing in the ring and she'll still have the, one of the best matches on the card every time she wrestles. And I think the same thing about Cody. Yeah, they, they don't need to lean on it, but I feel like they're leaning on it because they don't know what else to do. So we had that, man. We had the whole rumble fallout. You know, Cody, uh, last night, he faced off against Finn Balor, which I thought was great. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see those two feud over a championship in the future. Uh, Rhea Ripley won the women's rumble, and she she's going after Charlotte. How do you feel about that? I, I don't like that at all, just because Charlotte wins. It, it, she she's, she wants to win everything. Right. I'm hoping she does the right thing and 
just lays down for Rhea Ripley and let her let the younger let the younger talent get the win. Because Charlotte doesn't need another win at WrestleMania, but Rhea Ripley getting a win, a win at WrestleMania would mean a whole lot. And the fact that Judgment Day been so hot right now is it's that that would be perfect. What was wild for me about uh, Rhea accepting Charlotte's, uh, I'm sorry, Rhea challenging Charlotte, which I don't have a problem with that. The promo beforehand, though, it was so just putting over Charlotte so much. You know what I mean? Um, You know, saying that she only wants to face the best and she needs to face Charlotte for that opportunity. You know, you're in a rough spot because you have to choose between two champions. And obviously one champion is going to look like the one who, you know, who's the lesser of two. But the wording there, it could have just been, hey, you know what? You beat me a couple years ago. I'm coming back. You know what I mean? I'm I'm getting my my hit back or whatever. You want to be very careful, though, not to make it look like Bianca isn't isn't Charlotte's equivalent. Um, I immediately knew, though, that whoever won this Elimination Chamber match is not going to beat Bianca because Rhea is going after Charlotte and not Bianca. I don't think they're taking that championship off of Bianca at WrestleMania. I don't. I don't think so either. Because I, I would have rather see them two go at it. Because oh, yeah. the last time they faced off, it was, it was incredible, and it, it was. It's two you know, newer women going at it. That that's what made it so much better as well. But as far as as far as you said, her her basically kissing Charlotte's ass. Oh. I feel like that, that that's what it is. Like, uh, if I want Charlotte to let me beat her, let, let me just make her sound as great as possible. Right. I I love you, Charlotte. Please let me beat you. That's what I heard. That's all that I heard. Just Charlotte, you're so good. You're great. You're the best. I, I want to face you. And, you know, if you're so gracious, if you can find <laughs> yeah. it in your heart. Yeah, I bow to you. <laughs> I'd love to have a victory over you at WrestleMania. <laughs> Just one, please. Oh, man. Bro, so last year at WrestleMania, it was Edge versus AJ Styles. And I feel like AJ Styles was already aligned with Finn Balor, right, at that point? Yeah, and Edge was aligned with Damian Priest. This feud has spanned the course of an entire year. The, the yeah. Judgment Day Edge thing. I'm I'm so done with it. I love Edge. I love the Judgment Day. I feel like I would love them even more if they weren't facing each other again. I I, I agree with you there. I feel like I feel like they're keep they keep going back to it though because Edge keeps disappearing. So they're feeling like it's still fresh, but to us, it was like. We just saw this last month. Can, right. we, can we do something else, please? But they, they they just keep going back to it because what what else is Edge going to do? Exactly. I mean, I guess the whole thing is to set up for the demon Finn or whatever. But honestly, they could have just done that at Extreme Rules and just been done with it. Let Finn move on to something else. Let Edge move on to something else. I'm I'm exactly. I'm through. <laughs> I'm hoping when if and when Cody wins the title, it's Finn Balor that challenges him because. That that's like a bullet club callback right there. That's gold for them two to go at it. That, that would be nice. That is gold. I would love to see that. What did you think about the lights out match, man? I, it's uh, super mixed reviews. I don't. I think that's the thing that most people were split about after the pay per view. Some people loved it. Some people really did not like it. My man EJ was out. Mo, you know, he's out there. Whatever. He's he's watching it. He's watching NWA in the arena. How did you feel about the pitch black match? I'm sorry. How did you feel about the Mountain Dew pitch black match? Uh, visually, visually it was stunning. Like, yeah, I, I, I liked all the the bright colors. It, it was a spectacle to look at. Match wise, it was nothing special. You had announcer table spot, a kendo stick, some some green beads, and a little pyro at the end when he completely missed that elbow drop. It, it's it it felt it felt like Bray Wyatt couldn't go, and they're trying to hide mm. it with the black lights. And the spectacle going on. Wow. 
I, I don't want to say any, someone's not in in-ring shape, but I, I, I'm getting in the ring now, and I know in-ring shape is, is, is rough. Bro, it is something different. I've been there, like, for a lot of the training that the folks, that the guys do, and I know you you, I'm, you, you divulged something to me that you're, you're working on. Brother, these cats, they put themselves through hell to be able to take them bumps in the ring. And, okay. yeah, it, I don't know that, you know, the time off that Bray took or whatever, I don't know what he was doing during that time. But it's 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 a lot to get back in ring shape. You see what's going on with The Rock, possibly, unless we're being lied to. Right. Yeah. So 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 they say he's not in, in ring shape and he wants to be at his best. But I, I feel I feel like they're telling the truth because we're past that point where where it'll make sense to set up Roman versus Rock. We're past, we're past the rumble. Where, where does he insert himself here? He, does he just come back when they're beating up Sammy? That that don't make sense because Sammy has no affiliation with The Rock to me. Like, uh, I, I just I just think we we already missed the boat on this one. So I don't. I, I wish I could find the comment, but somebody put up a very you know I thought it was pretty interesting for if you were trying to work The Rock into it, but they're saying you know Jay would step off of the scene and go seek assistance from his cousin The Rock. And I would just take that a step farther. If, you know, hypothetically, this is me fantasy booking. If, the you know, Jay goes off, he gets the rock, the rock comes in, you know, you smell. And then Roman beats him and Jay beats Roman somewhere down the line. That cements Jay forever. Yeah. When this whole bloodline thing started, main event Jay was, I, I thought he was going to capture the title for a second because he, he was looking really good. It was just him and Roman and, and the, the st- story was good from there. So him capturing the title there would have made sense, but uh, as far as go going to get the Rock, it still it still feels cheap to me. I, I it it makes sense in the context of the story, but it still it feels like a cheaper way than him showing up at the Royal Rumble. Not even in the match, just showing up at the Royal Rumble, and then they they just have a disagreement of some sort with the other Samoan Dynasty members, and and then just dissension from there. Like maybe he caused Roman the title against KO and that sets up a match WrestleMania. Something like that would have been better. Yeah, that would have been cool. Actually, bro, they're talking WrestleMania 40 for the rock, but they were talking WrestleMania 39 last year at this time for the rock. They, they don't know what's going on. I mean, at WrestleMania in Philly, though, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not good. First, I wasn't complaining about the possibility of The Rock being at WrestleMania. <laughs> in Philly. I'll definitely make that trip. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just coming across the turnpike. Um, but and, All right, so it looks like at Elimination Chamber, we're going to get Sammy versus The Rock. I'm sorry, Sammy versus Roman? Yeah, that's that's the that's the rumors out there. I, I don't know if any real confirmation, but that I think Fightful said it, but I guess that's as good as confirmation if Fightful said it. How would you advance the story at that point? I feel like that has to end the story. Then it ends the Sammy Roman piece. Yeah. From from there, maybe Sammy and KO go for the tag titles, but I, I see Roman just beating down Sammy. Maybe Jay steps in to, to stop it. And uh, I, I don't know where you go from there. Man, what a, what a time to be a wrestling fan, bro. I know every it's 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 just wild west out there. Just everywhere is shooting from the hip. Pow pow. This is, this is insane. And, and you and I apparently are the same person. I mean, we, you know, we're we're not two different people, man. We're the same person. Great editing from you, by the way. You've you've got this is really just a pre-recording that you're replying to right now. So. Somebody, I was on a live the other day. They were like, "Dude, dude, you're the mass tope, aren't you?" I was like, "No, I'm not the mass tope." <laughs> that guy's. Oh man! Did you just, did you see that scary movie? 
uh, callback with me. That wasn't at the Rumble, but you see a scary movie callback with Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss. You, you posted that the other day. I died. Yeah. I died a little <laughs> bit. It was hilarious. So for for those who don't know, there's a uh, there's a match between Alexa and Bianca, and the two of them create this scene out of Scary Movie. The part that really I think grabbed people's attention is when Bianca is holding Alexa's head and like Alexa is swinging, and you've got the two of them layered over top of each other. So you got the match over top of the movie. It's hilarious. Doing the exact same from from the hand swing to to the the drop kick. Uh, the, everything is just hilarious. Even even the face Bianca Belair made. When uh, she hit her and then she just looks at her all uh, evil, like the face, she just just stunned face like, oh, no, something's happening. The acting was incredible. I loved it. It was gold. gold. Hey, man, what you think about this? uh, You know, I'm a big fan of uh, of of the movies. This knock at the cabin deal. How do you how do you feel about that with Batista? Super, super uh, pivot, by the way. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Completely Uh, out of left field. um, I haven't seen it yet. But um, I, I, I heard Batista is trying to break into something different from the Guardians of the Galaxy character. Touching on Batista. I'm not a super big fan of his role as Drax. Mm. Everybody's giving him his flowers. He, he's a decent actor, but I felt like any muscle-bound man could have played Drax. Mm. So it, it's not knocking his talent, but I, I understand why he's breaking away from Drax. Because anybody could have played Drax. So he's trying to show that I, I actually have skills doing this. So I understand why he's doing that movie. All right, so rank the three. The Rock, Roman, I'm sorry. Why do I keep trying to put Roman places? The Rock, <laughs> yeah, Batista. Roman on the exactly. bloodline story is just too oh, good. Oh, man, all right. That, uh, that Hobbs and Shaw. Um, <laughs> the, the Rock, Cena, and Batista, in order of best actor to the, the, the not-so-best actor. Ooh. It's, this, might be a, this might be a little painful to John Cena, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm putting... Rock Batista Cena. Oh, nice. Yeah, because uh, the Rock's already established, so you can't you can't put him anywhere else. He's he's done anywhere everything from comedy to a, a little bit of drama. Uh, uh, Cena's just getting started, but it seems like all his stuff has just been comedy so far. Yeah, I understand he's getting started, and that's usually how you start as a wrestler. But I felt at this point he should have had some more serious roles. I think he, didn't he do the Marine? That he did was, the Marine. Yeah, that was that was something serious for him, but he needs to break away from the comedy if he wants to have a long term career in this. But Batista had had some stuff that I felt is better than anything John Cena's done so far. Like I can't think of off the top of my head, but I, I got to look at his filmography. But I, I felt I feel like he had some good. Well, Glass Onion. You know, I mean, he'll just pop up in places. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you saw Glass Onion, but I thought that he was. He was great in glass onion because uh as as comedic as his character was when it came time to get serious like he turned that on like you know like that he was he, exactly. was, he was really good in glass onion i think that um i think the rock and batista are interchangeable uh i can see what people say when they say that the rock is just the same character in every movie i i get that um but that's kind of what you pay for with actors yeah ryan reynolds same character washington is the same person bruce willis is the same person. like they're all you know what i mean you're paying um, to see Will Smith. You're not paying to see Hancock or, or right. whoever other character. You're paying to see Will Smith is Hancock. Exactly. <laughs> Great so, point. So if, they, if they completely pivot in every every movie, it's going to be like, what is this? This is not what I came to see. But yeah, I have not seen enough. I haven't seen enough from Cena to say that he's in that that top two. He's not there. Exactly. That, that, that's, that's my point. Let him branch out with a slightly dramatic role. And, and then, then we could talk. Then we could have that argument for that. 
number two spot. Man, all right, so I'm sorry, bro. Jumping right back, all right, because I, I have a, I have a note here that I completely missed. But there was one line, and I really wish the camera would have been set up uh, correctly during the beatdown on Sami Zayn. There was one line that Jimmy yelled to Jay that I don't know if it, it got enough shine on, on screen. I was talking right. the entire time because I was doing TikTok. But <laughs> basically, Jimmy yells at Jay, you said you love him like a brother. This ain't your blood, brother. I'm your brother, as he kicks yeah. Sammy. I think that kind of shows you where they're headed. I mean, you're seeing the, the stuff on Instagram. Um, Jacob Fatu said you're out to Jay. He said you're out the blo- you're out of the bloodline, I, right. and he's not even in a company. I, I'm just so <laughs> I'm so interested, man. I'm so invested in this. I'm I, I think that this is a great story, and I would love to see this story, you know, not be over after you know WrestleMania or SummerSlam. I feel like it, it got it has to end though. It, it's it's. It's gone. So unless they find some some Viagra for it, like Sami Zayn was Viagra for it, 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 I feel like it has to it has to end. Like maybe maybe when Sammy Sammy and KO face Jimmy and Jay for the titles, Jay like gives up and and lays down for him or so or walks away mm. and leave leave Jimmy to defend the title by himself. You know. There's so much ways you could go with this. this go, that's why it's so great. You go to Splinter Route, where you got a, a two two separate bloodlines. I don't know, man. Oh man. Well, that, that that would be a section to introduce the Rock right there. He has the Rock in in his bloodline, and Roman in his blood. Oh, when you bring you bring in Jacob. I, I was going to Jake and the, the guys from New Japan. Like you got so oh, many different man. options, bro. They, so they, they bring in the Gorilla, the Destiny, Tamatonga, them just what? just. The makeup, man. Oh, my. Oh, oh. I'm just I'm saying, it doesn't have to end. There's so many places they could go with it. This, this is just great. This, I'm, I'm loving it. And, you know, we, we only, we, we, we're, we're sitting up here, we're hypothesizing and all, but we still get to see this stuff. Like, this is great, man. We're wrestling fans. We get to check it out. People commenting, dude, you're, you're commenting about, you know, a fake, fake fights or something like that. Dude, sit back. Enjoy the, the, the live performances. This is wonderful, man. It's a great well, time. I, I had a dude today. It was like, you should be embarrassed to be talking about this. Yeah. But, but this is a live movie playing out before our eyes on stage. Exactly. Like, people enjoy soap operas. People people enjoy, uh, uh, what do they call it? Musicals and and Broadway and all that. Let us have our our meaty men Broadway. Exactly. You know? And then they, and then you go on their page and they've got like all of the Avengers movies and DC and all. Dude, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> That's bigger than our stuff. These dudes <laughs> flying and stuff. Our dudes try to fly, but they fall. Exactly. What do you think about the U.S. title being defended in an elimination chamber? I think it's a good move. I, I know you're not going to do, you're not going to put Roman in the elimination chamber. You're no. not, it's not going to happen. Um, you could do something like where, uh, the winner of the Elimination Chamber gets an opportunity at the world champion after WrestleMania, but then that's, you know, that's, that's I introducing... I don't agree with that either. Yeah. With the women, the women Elimination Chamber is for opportunity. Right. The, the women's elimin- the Elimination Chamber is a brutal match. You're going to destroy your body for a shot at it? I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that makes sense to me because if, you, if you're going to destroy your body, you're going to be like, I, I'm going to win this title after this. What's What's the motivation here just for a shot? When you could just walk out on Raw and be like, "Hey, I want a shot at the title," it's that that, that don't make sense to me. The, what was it the Kofi Mania year? Because uh, no, it was for the WWE Championship, I believe. Because Brian was in it, right? I think so. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to have something up there that uh, 
that makes it worth it. You're not going to put Roman in there. You could do it for an opportunity, but then that introduces another storyline, whereas we've already got three around Roman. we got Cody, Sammy, and, you know, Jay. There's already so much going on. You don't need to introduce a new person there. That's exactly why they need to split those titles. Eggs, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> could add someone in the chamber for this title while Roman's still doing the bloodline. Exactly, stuff, you know? dude. Paul Pierce enjoys throwing his weight around. He needs to split those championship belts. It, it was a bad <laughs> idea to, to unite him in the first place. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, because I'd love to see Seth with, with one of them, but that's just me, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not opposed. <laughs> the drip god Seth Rollins. Uh, I know he'll carry it well. But oh, yeah. There's too much going on for him to have one of those titles right now. Man. So, but I mean, does this, this elevates the United States championship and it, it really highlights the fact that there are so many stories around it. Whereas for that intercontinental championship, this is another pay-per-view where it doesn't hit a prominent, you know, place on the card. I think the right. last time we saw a really good deal with the IC championship was when Sheamus and Gunther were going back and forth. Uh, you know, how does, how does that make the IC title look? It, that's, that, that's what I don't understand, right? The, the U S title was, a. Uh... WCW creation and the Intercontinental is yeah, it, uh, WWF creation. I, I'm surprised that they treat the uh, Intercontinental title so terribly. I don't understand it. Intercontinental Championship around Stone Cold and Bret right. Hart and The Rock, that used to mean you were the next big guy. Like You you were guaranteed to hold that main championship once you had this Intercontinental Championship. How do you feel about Brock and Bobby? Brock and Bobby, I'm I'm loving that. That's that's the old classic big meaty man slapping. <laughs> the that's, biggie, that's the biggie invitational. Yeah, that's what I. That's, yeah. Oh, that's a perfect name for it. The biggie <laughs> invitational. I, I'm gonna start using that. Now, oh yeah, man, steal it. It's all let yours. Me, let me trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's 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 something I'm looking forward to because they've been going back and forth for a little while now. So I, I, I would love it. I would love every second of it. Yeah. But I need. I think Bobby needs to beat Brock, though. Like absolutely, Brock already got over on him a lot now. So give Bobby some credibility back. Yeah, Bobby got his his one pinfall victory, and he eliminated him from the Royal Rumble. But literally everything else has been Brock. Right. <laughs> Last and elimination hope, chamber. <laughs> and this is the opportunity to introduce to Hurt Business. You could protect Brock by having the Hurt Business cheat right. to beat Brock. Hey, jumping back to the Rumble, that was that. So that surprised me also. Since we were talking about things that weren't surprising, I, I was no no mention of the Hurt Business, no Shelton. But I thought that you know this was an opportunity to get those guys on the board working with Bobby. But Omos and and the Hurt Business, like nobody interacted with Bobby at all. Yeah, that, it's sad, man. This is, this is why it was lackluster. There's so many missed opportunities. You know, is take 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 Chad Gable and. And what was it? Otis out of there? Take Barry Corbin out of there. Throw in Shelton Benjamin and and uh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, throw throw them two in there. Make it interesting. Like have Brock F five them or something. And and Bobby gets pissed and start beating down Brock. You know something. Yeah. Well, they 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 set up some stories, but there's still some they missed out on. I mean, you you mentioned Baron Corbin. That would have actually been a great spot for either Shelton or Cedric to come out at because remember that was right after Bobby had thrown Brock over the the deal. He attacks Baron Corbin. Could you imagine if that were Shelton Benjamin or Cedric Alexander in that spot and he's attacking exactly. them? Now you got a reason. Now you got a thread. It's it's establishing it. It's just getting things started. Uh, Maybe even Brock starts a faction to feud with the Hurt Business. We we never seen Brock in a faction. No. So imagine Brock starting a faction. And he he approaches his old tag team partner, Shelton Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I think we just made another bloodline level story right there. Oh man, they're not listening, which is great. Listening. <laughs> All right, bro. Yo, man. Thank you so much for joining us today, bro. And uh, before you get out of here, plug, plug, where can we find you? Well, uh, I'm mostly on TikTok. The Mass Hope is where everybody sees me. I just did an interview recently with Ricardo Rodriguez. The what? full video is on YouTube. Yeah, Ricardo Rodriguez, man, Alberto Del Rio's personal ring announcer. Uh, his wrestling school, he got a new wrestling school. I'm actually training with him. Did a little interview, put that up on YouTube. You could check me out there. Uh, Instagram, The Mass Hope. I'm everywhere. Just look for the Mass Hope. You could, you'll find me. The Mass Hope is out here getting it done. Don't ever think this man is just doing the news. He's moving all over the place, man. I keep moving, man. Stay busy. You, you got to keep going. Fire, bro. Like, Congratulations, man. That's, that's so dope, man. Congratulations, brother. Thank you, man. And that's it. That's going to do it for this edition of Raw Impact Radio. Very special thanks to The Masked Hope. Please go check him out. Go give him a follow. He's doing a lot of really, really dope stuff over there. And if you're interested in merch, if you're interested in uh, further connecting with us here at Raw Impact Radio, by all means, click the link in our bio. It's in our bio pretty much everywhere now. So it's on Instagram, TikTok, all of the big ones at Raw Impact Radio. Until next time, I'm out. Peace. Peace.